You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, king of the casters. I'm your host, NB Nightingale. And I'm a trillion orangutans that could beat Godzilla. Okay, so we should comment on the fact that Bran uh, spent the entire episode, the, the entire viewing of Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2002. Yeah. That's the movie we're talking about today. Yeah. So I got distracted because Bran's holding a coin that looks like a Sheikah slate. Yeah, it's from uh, Breath of the Wild. Okay, we, we were talking thing. about Breath of the Wild earlier because I just got a, a switch. Uh, be, uh, as a, I just got a switch as a gift to myself uh, because I'm uh, because I you know passed my thesis in recently uh, and got my defense for it coming up. So I bought myself a Nintendo Switch Lite uh, and Breath of the Wild as a gift to my as a early graduation gift to myself. Slash, you know, a thesis finished gift. Uh, so we were talking about that earlier. But more importantly, <laughs> there's something else we were talking about this uh, this morning than at every commercial break for the movie we watched yes. today. Because we watched it, uh, this movie's available on Crackle for free. Yeah. That's what we watched it on. Um, so every like 10 minutes, we had like a two minute commercial break. And in that time, it started with. It started with Bran and I uh, wondering, between all the great apes, uh, the chimpanzee, the bonobo, the gorilla, and the orangutan, who, who wins? <laughs> it, who would win in fights against whom? Yes, and uh, in a short tier list here, uh, gorilla's the top, yeah. <laughs> orangutan is, is a good deal below it. Yeah. And then uh, chimpanzee and bonobo. Yeah. Part of this due to how it would say that um, the ch- in a, in in a paraphrase uh, it said uh, this this chat GPT program it basically said in in a, in a certain amount of words that the bonobo just didn't have that dog in them <laughs> that yeah. the chimpanzee would is ruthless <laughs> and would fully engage yeah. in the fight. And it said that bonobos, while of a similar size, are a lot more social and peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> so he just didn't have the dog in him for that. <laughs> Same with uh, orangutans versus gorillas, yeah. where it said that orangutans can run in the trees, uh, but that's all they, that's about all they got. Yeah. So then this morphed into Brandon trying to figure out how many orangutans it would take to defeat Godzilla. Yes. Uh, in secret, I started this. Yeah. And I started going up by a number of 10. Yeah. I said, can 100 orangutans, which, you know, that wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And, the pro- and the little program said, no, that's not enough. And I go, okay, okay. What about, and that, that's reasonable. That's reasonable, right? That's a reasonable, like, that's going to be a squashed thing. Yeah. Uh, and then I start going like 10,000. And they're like, no, same exact answer. It would squash them all. Okay. A hundred thousand. <laughs> it would squash them all. St- and I'm like, are you sure about at a yeah. hundred thousand? Okay. Okay. Whatever. I get it. Godzilla's really big. All right. And then I gave it a number of like 
a trillion orangutans. Yeah. And, you know, the logic of, uh, you know, if you're using it for research purposes and such, always double check what it's telling you because it doesn't really know. <laughs> like, it's just going to yeah. guess things. Because there's no fucking way. I would even say there's a fair chance that a hundred could do it. A hundred? No, As 100. we've already established, they're good climbers, Brad. <laughs> If they get to those legs, they're scaling up that craggy fucking Godzilla skin. They're getting okay. to the eyes, they're gouging them, and then blind Godzilla, they're gonna topple that motherfucker. Okay, I think it'd take at least, I think I think we'd be safe about the million scale. But uh, a trillion, and it still said no. So then I started having to give it, I started having to boost up the orangutan strength, yeah. where I said... Could they use it? Could a could a trillion do it with the power of friendship and cooperation? And it said no. Yeah. So I said, okay, what about mili- What about uh, access to military technology and being trained to use it? And it said that'd be impractical. A trillion orangutans would take way too long to train with all those, and no one would be useful with it. So I said, okay, yeah. human level intelligence with the power of friendship and military technology. Yeah. And they still said no. <laughs> Then you made them all the size of elephants. So you made them all kaiju. The Okja size, at least. Over Okja. Okja Over Okja. the size of an elephant. Yeah. yeah. So, and it still would say no. So at the certain point, the only way I got it to admit it is if the orangutans had all of the previous boosts and they were ha- all, all, I think a hundred of them was the final one I gave, a quarter the size of Godzilla. So they're all King Kong. So you Kongs. had half the size. So, yeah. Half the size. So they're all basically King Kongs. <laughs> yeah. With military technology. And even then you had to say a fictional scenario <laughs> in which this happens. Because it wouldn't accept this being possible just normally. Which yes. is, is bullshit. It, I'm calling bullshit. I, it, it'd win. It, it would win. Okay? The orangutans win. And then there'd be ridiculous ones where uh, ChatGPT would say that a, a chimpanzee could be a trillion ants <laughs> no cause, yeah because we start because then we got the idea after this much that okay this is happening because it must just be bad at thinking hypothetically because godzilla yeah. isn't a real thing yeah because it would it would say that every time yeah. so we're like okay real animals then and once it was like once it was like yeah it it kept looking at a chimpanzee versus a trillion ants as a chimpanzee versus a single ant. <laughs> a it, tr- just a trillion times. Yeah. It's it's like in a one-on-one fight, the chimpanzee would have a major advantage over an ant. Yeah, and it, we're like, yes, but it's multiplied. There's a trillion of them. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> it's bad at thinking of one v many. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. Um... But the movie that we saw today, uh, yeah, let's actually talk because this is a good movie. Two thousand two, yes. So let's start with our overall, overall thoughts. What are you thinking? I think this is the best Godzilla movie. I don't think that, but I think it's good. (laughs) I I do not. I would say it could be in the top ten, but it's not beating fucking like. Excuse me. It's not being Biolante or Destroy for me, but I did have a good time with it. I it's I would I appreciate that um, as opposed to the start of the Millennium Era, we are getting to the point where the CG is 
serviceable. It's pretty good. <laughs> like, like it's still kind of goofy, but it's not. Yeah, it hurts my eyes nearly See, as much. I can, it's it's at a point where I can take it as a stylistic uh, choice. Yeah, it's like a when bunch. a co- like when a comedy movie has like janky CGI, mm-hmm. and you're like, that's part of the humor. It, this joke wouldn't be funnier. It wouldn't be funny if the uh, CGI looked better. But I really like this film. I, I I love it. In fact, five stars mm-hmm. coming for me. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, one. Good commentary on sexism, which I will go into uh, later. Uh, but I mean, it's it's not like Gertrude Stein, but <laughs> it is in fact. It's not Gertrude Stein. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it is your heart out. Sexism is a big theme of the piece, uh, with some interesting camera shots uh, regarding that. Also, just. Uh, Mecha Godzilla looks so good. Mecha Godzilla looks really fun. Um, yeah, I don't know if I prefer this design or I prefer the very first one because of just how weird and it's just like a metal battery, like a metal tub. The yeah. first one looks. But yeah, it looks really, it looks really good. Uh, Mecha Godzilla. Over all the effects stuff looks good. Like Godzilla yeah. looks very good. Mm-hmm. Mecha Godzilla looks good. The effects are now post two thousand, so yeah. we're starting to get the better stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I had a good time with it. I'd put it in my probably top 10, but not like past that. Yeah. Okay. And, but as we said, Mechagodzilla looks cool mm-hmm. and he does stuff. Yes. Brandon, what, what does that monster do? What's interesting is Mechagodzilla in this movie is very definitively a kaiju and not a mech. Yeah, oh god, he's a cyborg. <laughs> yeah, because um, as all these other Millennium movies, except for Tokyo SOS, which is a sequel to this, a direct sequel, yeah. um, Mecha Godzilla in this movie is, it's the bone, or sorry, what I was trying to say is the Millennium eras, all of these most, other than Tokyo SOS and this one, they are, the only other movie it's canon with is the original. So, like, Megaguirus was not canon with the rest of them. Like, like only the original. So, in this one, it's revealed that they want to stop Godzilla. So, they find the bones of the original Godzilla from the 1954 movie. Yeah. And they use that as a base to build Mechagodzilla. But little do they realize that there's still some, like, m- memories there. And yeah. Such. And uh, it leads to problems with them. Yeah, so Mechagod- so what that monster do? So Mechagodzilla's looking real power rangey. It's yeah. got a lot of uh, that design choice to it. And, you know, its main powers are the kind of things that we've seen Mechagodzilla do before. It's got, like, you know, the atomic breath kind of similar thing. It's yeah. got the missiles coming out of itself. It has, like, a detachable rocket backpack. Yeah. Uh, it does not do the weird transforming thing the 1992 one did between flying and sit and walking. But yeah. um, it's quite a fun design on it. It's got a lot of uh, explosions and guns and missiles and all the stuff you'd expect for that kind of thing. Uh, and then Godzilla looks good. You know, looks about the same as he did in the last one. Uh, I think I've noticed that they have toned down the spikiness of him. Yeah. He was at the spikiest during Godzilla 2000 <laughs> where, oh my God, like I said, 
he would hurt if you stepped on him. Yeah. <laughs> if he was a little toy. But um yeah, he's he's this Godzilla self. There's some fun uh practical effects still in this movie where Godzilla's eye opens up and I'm like, ooh, that looks really good. Yeah. So there's a lot of good visual effect elements in this movie. Oh, also And um I gotta bring I was gonna bring it up. Uh Mecha Godzilla's absolute zero ice beam in their chest. Okay, yeah. So I'm wondering, because uh, you had mentioned that that was the dumbest thing that they've ever done in the science of this, which, you know, we don't really care about the yeah, science. Yeah, uh, as I said, this is my favorite Godzilla movie. Yeah, like we're not, you know, this is, we're, you know, at this point you should realize we're not the channel that's like, this is so unrealistic. Like, we have had, we've, we've pointed out like, how crazy it is. Yeah. Remember, uh, it was a few movies ago when they had a black hole maker. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so you're you're on the you're on the mat here. You're on the mat here, and you're coming in, and you're gonna say that the absolute zero ice beam is worse, scientifically speaking, yes. than the black hole maker. Okay. Why is that? So absolute zero, also known as zero degrees Kelvin, mm-hmm. is. Do you know what makes heat, Brandon? Energy. Yeah, friction. Yes. The friction and energy created by atoms rubbing up against each other. Yeah. So absolute zero is when there is absolutely no friction. Yeah, it stops it, entirely. It's a theoretical scientific idea. And why is it theoretical? Because where there are no... Because if you were able to get... One, the only way to get one molecule, one particle to be not moving at all, not creating any heat. Yeah. Is if every mole, every particle and molecule and all that stuff was not moving. So the Mm -hmm. invention of absolute zero would be the death of not just the world. It, the the universe. entire universe just gone would because just then nothing pause. to touch each other. Here. Yeah, so, like we can get so it's the kind of thing where we can get very close to absolute zero, but yeah, in order for absolute zero to actually happen, yeah, you, it would destroy the fucking world. If anyone ever hits absolute zero anywhere, which you can't, but if yeah. anyone ever did, it would mean the destruction of all life as we know it. <laughs> I would say not as we know it, but just life itself. Because yeah. if you can't move anything, then what is yeah. that? Yeah. So wow. Um, so in the if we're in a real scientific sense, the first time they hit the beam, the whole movie should have stopped. <laughs> yeah. Forever. It just should have been thirty-seven more hours of that frame, but it's blue See, filter on top. I, and the reason I know so much about this is because. This was like a real anxiety I had in like middle school. That someday someone would figure out absolute zero. And like anytime like people were like, yeah, we're getting close. Like we did something because we're trying to get close to it. Why are you doing this? (laughs) You're going to kill us all. How could you? I'm terrified of absolute zero. (laughs) You're just sitting in the back. At like the global like climate change discussions. Yeah. Why isn't anyone thinking about global cooling? <laughs> Please help. We need a little bit of climate. <laughs> we 
all I'm saying is a little bit of it. Make sure that we're farther away from that. Yeah. And it's it's funny because absolute zero is what, like negative 255 Celsius or something? I, I think it's, it's actually like much more. They, they quote like uh negative 200 something, but like it's in my, I believe it's a much lower number than okay. that. Because uh, I just remember hearing about yeah. it and how much you can make things insanely, infinitely more hotter than you can colder. Yeah. Um which is kind of nuts. But they have an anti, they have a, an absolute zero beam to freeze things. Yeah. So that's how that beam works, yeah. is it freezes stuff and then it goes kaboom because it turns into yeah. little ice shards. Yeah. I want to talk about two things about uh, about Godzilla's atomic breath, though, that yes. I really loved in this. Mm-hmm. One, the way it builds up in his mouth. Oh, yeah, like the ball? Yeah, like you see a ball like in his mouth that looks... Like, I mean, I don't know if it's just really well implemented effects or if, I mean, effects are clearly helping to aid it no matter what, but it looks real enough when it's in the mouth that I Mm kind of think they just put like a light in there, like to turn on. It could have been because, you know, CG back then, it was kind of tough to cause an accurate like illumination in the mouth of the thing. So... I could see that as a possibility. But yeah, that and the fact that as he's building up to the atomic breath, it flickers up his spine, which I, I love when they do that. The only other movie that does that we'll be discussing in the near future on the podcast uh, is Gareth Edwards' Godzilla, uh, which is really good. I really love the Gareth Edwards' Godzilla. Uh, but I love, I love when like there's a build up to the atomic breath and that flicker works so good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So now do you have any more, what that monster do for it? Yeah. We're keeping it pretty brief because it's Godzilla versus his bone self. (laughs) His dry bones variant, if you would. Yeah. But uh, it's very, it's a very fun time with that. I like the concept of it. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Godzilla's Singular Point Season 2, which will never have an ever, yeah. which was apparently, it looked like it was teasing this possibility yeah. that Mechagodzilla was going to have Godzilla's bones in it. Unfortunately, that show was not very good, so... I mean, that doesn't mean it only got Season 2. Like, I think I it did well. I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that i mean luckily before it happens i think we'll be well from godzilla oh no we have to come back for that (laughs) we're not coming back for the end of attack on titan we're coming back for singular point season two we are coming back for the end of attack on titan just to be clear everyone i know we people might be a little afraid about uh what we've talked about where we're ending the godzilla aspect of this podcast and transitioning to a new uh theme and idea for the podcast uh but we will return for attack on titans finale uh attack on titan the final season the final chapters part two (laughs) yeah which oh my god if that's not the last one (laughs) it has it has to be i've read the manga it has to be the last thing yeah you got like you got like half an hour left of like material. Yeah. Um, uh, but but let's get into the the story aspect of this. It's a I will mention it's a short movie. It's like hour and a half. Yeah. If that. 
Like it's hour twenty eight, uh, and a good chunk of that is the end credits and then after credits scene. Yes. Uh, so like the movie proper is like an hour twenty three. Yeah. Uh, it's brisk. So the movie opens with a amazing Godzilla attack. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. Like this reporter is just reporting on like. It's been 45, it's the 45 year anniversary, weird anniversary to celebrate, of Godzilla's attack on Tokyo. Yeah, and they're like, there's a giant tsunami coming in. Yeah. Like a, a category, like a 13 tsunami, whatever. Yeah. And then you see the big wave in the background of like this reporter like, being just drenched in rain. Yeah. And then the wave turns into Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla emerges, attacks the military tries to fend him off, but is absolutely destroyed. Yeah. And here's where and so and our main character, um, what's her name? Yeah. A trillion orangutans. But so our main character is this uh, this military woman. She's uh, in. She's driving a tank, mm-hmm. and another. Another uh, truck full of uh, full of military people backs accidentally backs into her, mm-hmm. flies off the road, is stepped on by Godzilla. Kaboom! Godzilla retreats uh, after mm-hmm. that, and she is blamed for it, uh, which is ridiculous. But like everyone is blaming her. But she's, like, one of the only survivors on this, so everyone is blaming her. All the people blaming her. None of them are women. They're all old military guys. Yeah, it's very very pointed that she's the only military woman in this movie. Uh, There's actually, like, a great shot later on where, like, her and her team are at a ceremony commemorating them, and... It just focuses on the legs, and it's all pants, and then one skirt, and her legs in like heels, and like really hammering in. She is like a woman in a sea of men, uh, and so she's being unfairly uh, blamed for this. Uh, all right, we're good. She's being yeah, she's being unfairly blamed for this. Uh, but then, so then uh, the. But anyways, the government, uh, with the scientist who has figured out, um, who's figured out what he calls biorobotics. Uh, yeah, like combining, like, Godzilla's Well, so the scientist, muscles. first we see that he's, uh, he's not brought onto the project until they, until the government sees his biorobotics project where he has taken a horseshoe crab. And, like, the interior is entirely robot, but the skeletal exterior is, you know, the natural body, the DNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he uh, he's brought on for, they have the original 1954 skeleton of the oxygen destroyer uh, destroyed Godzilla yes. in a tank. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna make what they call Kairu. Which is it's Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, they they're making Mecha Godzilla, but he's made out of the biological uh, like structure, DNA, bones of the original. Yeah, which 
it's very it is very always an interesting thing to see how are they going to tackle that the original Godzilla was blowed up. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them just kind of forget about it and like treat it like it. Um, Godzilla usually exists within this kind of Schrodinger space, mm-hmm. in which Godzilla both is and is not the same Godzilla from the previous movies. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Godzilla is treated as like one and ent- continuous entity, but also. Oh, there are a bunch of Godzillas. Yeah, which, what I'm wondering is, do you think... I mean, there's not that many left, so I guess this is just an unexplored concept. There's never seeming to be, like, a family of Godzillas. This is the closest we've gotten to two Godzillas in one movie. That are the same Godzilla, not, like, a space Godzilla stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is technically two I Godzillas would love for them to run with the idea of Godzilla being a species for, for a movie to just have... A couple of Godzillas. Like, yeah. a couple of normal-ass Godzillas. But, but yeah, so, anyways, they... They spend, what is it, three years building this, uh... Building Kairu. Uh... It's stupid. Building Mechagodzilla. It's and, not Grogu, it's Baby Yoda. It's too late. <laughs> and, uh... Oh, sorry, uh, so I know. Kiru, uh, I think in Japanese it was some synonym for, like, dragon. Ah, and such. okay. But, yeah, so he... So, Mechagodzilla, they... They're building him... The guy who's heading this project is, in the meantime, elected the Prime Minister of Japan, because uh, it's a really popular program. Uh, and... And so he's in charge. They're all gang ray. They're just... Waiting for the day Godzilla attacks again to implement it. And also, uh, they need a because they need a team of crack pilots to both fly Mecha Godzilla to interactions with Godzilla and provide air support. Mm-hmm. Essentially a top gun. They need a top gun. Uh, a class of top guns. And mm-hmm. they get and for that they our main character, she is on the list, much to the chagrin of all of her teammates, who a lot of them knew people who died in the original attack, mm-hmm. and in the original attack on the military, and so they all, like, don't trust her. Uh, but she's the best of the best. Okay? Okay, we're she's gonna She's got this. it. Yeah. She's got that dog in her. Yeah. <laughs> and so, the day comes, Godzilla attacks. Oh, yeah. Comes out of the shore. Yeah. Destroys an aquarium. Yep. It's pretty cool. Uh, but And then Mechagodzilla comes out and is it, flown there. Starts attacking. Scares Godzilla off. But in the process... Actually, it doesn't even, like, scare Godzilla off. Scare, Godzilla, like... Leaves. <laughs> leaves. Well, like, he, he roars. A big yeah. roar. And then he leaves. And it awakens memories and flashbacks within Mechagodzilla of being the 1954 Godzilla. It's really cool. It's like a like a, like a you know like a cut a little sequence, a little flashback memory of like the oxygen destroyer and destroying yeah. Tokyo and like yeah. it looks like it's the original clip from the movie. Yeah, and it then Mechagodzilla goes on an attack on Tokyo and there's nothing the pilots can do. Uh, it just 
gets going crazy. They have to wait for it to just run out of power. Yeah. And in the process, in the meantime, our main character she saves the rest of her squadron, uh, from, uh, from the Godzilla attack. She saves all their lives, mm-hmm. and then she earns all their respect from that. Oh yeah. There's also a really good shot when Mechagodzilla powers down of just like him standing still looking down a setting sun on the cityscape. Yeah, like shining off it. Beautiful stuff. stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, but then, so yeah, uh, the prime minister takes full responsibility. He's considering whether or not he should, uh, resign over this, uh, the team's fixing up Mechagodzilla, trying to fix that previous problem, uh, but Prime Minister's like, yeah, we're not, we're not putting that thing back out there. That, no. that worked horribly. No. It did, it did much more damage than Godzilla alone could have. <laughs> but then when Godzilla attacks again, they convince him. They're like, give us one more try. We solved it. And he begrudgingly lets those heroes do their thing. And... So they go. So they go on one more mission. They send Mechagodzilla after Godzilla. Mechagodzilla is doing good, but then Godzilla gets a blast in that destroys its controls. So our hero, she has to go through the ground, go through the cityscape, climb into Mechagodzilla, pilot it him from inside. She fights him. She fights Godzilla. <laughs> She blasts him with the the absolute zero ray. Uh, yeah. And then they both survive, but Godzilla uh, Godzilla is scared off, and that's a victory for Tokyo. She emerges on uh, she emerges from Mechagodzilla while it's standing in the ocean and watches the sunset. And Godzilla walking, waiting away, while like sitting on Mecha Godzilla's shoulder. Yeah, it's a good ending. And oh, also, there's a really good scene uh, in there where she, uh, where a little girl who's the inventor's daughter, uh, lo- starts looking up to her and uh, asks to shake her hand before she goes off on that final mission. And. Legally, I don't have to say if anyone teared up uh, at that. Uh, I legally just... Brand might not have noticed because uh, he was playing with chat GTP. But <laughs> While I was typing in, um, write me a succession episode where they realize that Channel Awesome is the, is the media conglomerate to purchase. While I'm typing that in, Barrett's having a moment. Yeah. An emotional moment. But yeah. Then there's an after credit scene in which... Uh, they don't really set up, like, anything cool for Tokyo SOS, which is the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll cover next time, too. Instead, they're just... She agrees to go on a date with the inventor. In fact, the, she asks him on a date. And then she salutes Mechagodzilla. Aw, uh, yeah. All people should salute Mechagodzilla. Everybody. So, yeah, the story's pretty scant, because it's, like... Three really good action sequences probably make up 45 minutes of this movie. Which is great. Yeah. I, this pacing is the good stuff. Like, yeah. I don't want two hours where it's the same amount of action, but there's more filler in there. 
Yeah. Give me, give me right there. Give well, me that so, stuff. Uh, I want to briefly talk about what is canon in the in the in this run of Godzilla because we said then we kind of lied earlier when we said this was only canonical to the 1954 Godzilla. That is the only Godzilla movie it's canonical to. But oh yeah, they briefly go over a history of kaiju attacking uh, Tokyo, and also. Uh, Mothra happened. The original Mothra movie happened, uh, and War of the Gargantuans happened, which does mean definitively. That, that definitively happened, which means that more than likely Frankenstein versus uh, Frankenstein conquers, conquers the, world, the world happened, which is one of my dumb favorites. <laughs> yeah. The the scene where a giant caveman fights an octopus, mm-hmm. beautiful cinema. So. Yeah, so it's a weird choice of which ones to be canonical. Not Rodan. Yeah, I when they did the Mothra, I was gonna assume, oh, they're probably gonna get, they're probably gonna get some of the other, uh, Showa ones that are like, the well knowns. Yeah, well knowns in there that are that they are one v ones. Which makes me wonder, going into Tokyo SOS, did they add that in here? So in Tokyo SOS, maybe one of those shows up. I don't know I, about it. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine Tokyo SOS is just going to be Mechagodzilla and Godzilla again. I feel like there's going to be some additional. Do thing. you want to know? Oh, you know. I looked up the movie to see the runtime after we watched this, and the poster showed me something of what's on it. Yeah. I want that to be kept a secret. Okay. It, all I will ask is, is, it another, is there another kaiju or no? Yes. There is one. Uh-huh. Okay. It'd be weird if I could tell there wasn't from the poster. <laughs> None of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I didn't see it in the cast anywhere. <laughs> Mothra, everyone knows that, uh, that Rodan gets single card billing. He's always the first. Yeah. <laughs> So, wow, uh, yeah, it's an enjoyable time. I'd recommend this one. Uh, the Mechagodzillas overall have been high-quality ones. Yeah. Like, the first one was one of the best of that era, the Showa. Yeah. The um, 1992 was one of the better ones, but still not the best. Ooh, I love it. And then um, this one's best of the millennium, I'd say? Definitely yeah. best of the millennium. Best of the Godzillas, I'd say. Oh, maybe Tokyo SOS will beat it. Who knows? I have a real fear I'm going to hate Tokyo SOS. Oh, I'm going to yo-yo on this. You're going to yell, like, no! They yeah. butchered the characters! <laughs> well, like, if they tr- if they liked Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla enough that they kept that one canonical, mm-hmm. but then they didn't do that afterwards, I'm very worried that the second <laughs> one's a major letdown. Oh no, it just sucks so bad. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know what Final Wars is consider it canon or not. Yeah. Because apparently there's, like, fucking everything in Final Wars. A beer is in Final uh, yeah, Wars. Yeah, beer is in Final Wars, which means, like, everything has to be... Yeah. Um, Anything else we want to talk about? There really isn't a make it gritty here. No, because Mechagodzilla already exists yeah. within the series. Uh, and I would say, if you wanted to make it stupid, you already could, and it's called the end of uh, Secret Point. <laughs> yeah. So, our bases are covered. <laughs> yeah. They've done it. They've done our. They haven't done this justice, but. 
They've done, They've the done it. They've done the reverse of justice and it works. All right. So tune in next time. Tody- Tokyo SOS. Woo. Which came out See you next time, baby. See you then. Britain here after. Good news, folks. Anguirus is in Final Wars. So <laughs> it was just a joke, but especially now, nothing to see. If he's not a big part, I'll cut. <laughs> no. As in cut the cake of celebration that we got to Final Wars. What was?